<laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Talco. I'm your host Chris with Nate. Yay! We got Dave's not here. We got a good bit of shit, uh, and it mostly is shit to be honest. Um, while there's a lot of while shit. they're while they're stop hitting your desk, Nate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that just sounded like furious masturbating. It did, except no hitting of the desk. So. Uh, yeah. So what what did you ask me right before the podcast? If you had to pick a worse movie, a worse M. Night Shyamalan movie, would it, it be The Happening or would it be The Last Airbender? Ooh. I would never want to watch either of them ever again. Um, I think I'd have to go with The Last Airbender. I would definitely have to go with The Last Airbender. Um, because The Happening was interesting. Hmm. Up until... Arguably. Arguably, yes. I mean, for me, first watch in the theater, which is the only time I've ever actually watched the movie, yeah. it was interesting up until the twist happened. Yeah, but it wasn't even a twist. If you couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on, you're kind of stupid. Well, I am kind of stupid. Oh, well, I, I didn't I say I was that. also like... I, like I said, I was watching the movie when it was in theaters when it came out. I wasn't exactly big brain at the time. You were like four... Yes, I was four. Nate, Nate saw the movie at a very young age. I was four years old on a date with somebody. Yeah. She was 29. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were skirting dangerous territory there. You're the one that dated a 29-year-old at four. Um, I, I don't know what can I say. My boy is Except gone. you're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, because like... While the happening is horrible, one, we get to make jokes about it. That's the thing. You can make jokes about um, the happening. You can't make jokes about Avatar The Last Airbender. What you do is you get angry because I, I actually just watched Wisecrack put out a video of what's wrong. I watched it too. Yeah, everything wrong with it. And I'm like, even with all the shit they talk about... The fact that they completely in like utterly whitewashed the fuck out of a movie uh, of a series based so much on Asian they culture turned the fucking last Airbender into a race war. The last, the <laughs> last white guy. <laughs> Except he's not even the last race war. Guy. It's a bunch of these pale skin motherfuckers versus the dark skin. Well, so in the that was the thing. Like when this happened, was so what? When did Avatar: The Last Airbender movie come out? That came out pretty decent amount of time after um, 9-11. So, like, somehow, that movie got into production and was like, hey, let's basically make it the white people versus brown people, because that's what people feel. That's how people feel right now. It's like, no! No, <laughs> this that's is, not how people feel. No! <laughs> this is horrible! <laughs> if they do feel that way, they're probably wrong. <laughs> and or racist. Like... I don't, know. I don't know what the hell he was thinking when he made that movie, honestly. I get, like, and that, everyone has said the same Everyone has said the same stuff about it, right? Like, it's hard to squeeze an entire season into a single movie. Then, so then don't do it. But there is a way to do it. There's just a good way to do it and a bad way to do it. And he did it in all the bad ways. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Change yeah. it. If you, I get that you want to, like, adapt the thing. But to be as pretentious as you are to change a pronunciation of certain characters' names. Fucking Ong. Ong, Soka. Like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> you had to have known 
in pre-production that that was going to be an awful choice. And then you get into like in that in the Wisecrack video of like the entire movie has nothing but exposition that not only does nothing for the movie, like doesn't further the movie or really give you anything that you needed to know, but it also is repeated ex- uh, exposition multiple times. It's repeated exposition, and then, like, some of it is literally explaining to you what you are seeing on the screen. Yeah. Like, so last night, oh, perfect to get into uh, what we've been playing slash watching. Kim and I last night decided to watch um, The Devil, what is it? The Devil Netflix movie. The Devil All the Time. Uh, It's the new Netflix, quote-unquote, original, because they got licensing, I guess. Um... Starring Tom Holland, it's got a whole bunch of other people in the cast. Um, I actually made the joke. There's a point where it's he and um, a character played by Robert Pattinson, and I'm like, currently on screen are the two most popular superheroes from both main French or mo- both main comic companies, <laughs> distributors or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking Batman versus Spider Man. Um, <laughs> And Tom Holland, which isn't really much of a surprise, was great. I fucking loved him in the movie. Um, everybody else was either a horrible person, um, like beyond horrible, not even any kind of way of no redeeming themselves. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's kind of the point of the movie to a certain extent. I, I wasn't the big fan. I, I enjoyed parts of the movie. I enjoyed Tom Holland in the movie um, and his like kind of rampage almost... I don't even want to call it a rampage. How he ends, his way of ending the movie, basically. I enjoyed that. But it is a movie that is continuously narrated. There's voiceover throughout the entire movie. And the reason I'm okay with a movie like that, having that kind of voiceover, is sure, there are some things that, like, they talk about, this person is going to die, this person never sees their daughter again because they die before they come back. And then later on in the movie, we actually see that event happen. And it's not so much that they kind of pull the they pull that away and be like, well, hey, you're not going to care as much about this death. It's more of, this is how I... It, it's based off of a book. So it's mm-hmm. very much like, this, this is how this information was originally handed to you in a book form. So trying to do that in their own way in a movie, obviously, is going to be a little bit different. And you you're still going to, I mean, there's a narrator in a book. Of course you're going to see narration yeah. it throughout an entire movie based off a book that isn't told from a first-person perspective. Um, I actually... Well, I, it's, it's an interesting idea. It's something I might watch. Uh, yeah, I, I would recommend watching it. Um, you. I would recommend you watching it. There are some people I would not recommend watching this because it is a very, very violent movie. Um, and... I guess in certain situations could be considered triggering for certain people. Um, oh yeah. But I I, mean, I know I, <laughs> l- looking at you you and Dave you and Dave are two people that I would recommend watching this movie because I feel like you well, would enjoy it. No, well, we're just desensitized. Dave and I watched yeah, and Hostel, that's... the very first Hostel movie in theaters when it came out, mm-hmm. and the violence was so gratuitous and so over the top in that movie we were laughing at every scene. Yeah. We were the only people in the theater who were like uproaring. Oh, I, I always feel, I feel so, <laughs> that's the only time I don't, I don't get, I don't feel awkward most of the time. Um, I am one of those people that I, I accept the type, who I am and things about me or whatever. But the only time I've ever felt awkward is laughing at violence in movies. 
um, because I realized that this is not a normal person thing to do. <laughs> it's not a normal person thing to do, but then there are so some movies that take it so over the top that it's almost played for comedic effect. Yeah. Like, Hostel is supposed to be scary, but it's not. It's funny because the way the violence plays out, the way that it's set up is like a joke, and the way it ends is like a punchline every single time. It's the same thing when I watch, like, Saul movies. Is I never really watched the Saw movie past one of them, watched the rest of them, uh-huh. and it was just as ridiculous to me as Final Destination was, where people are dying because they're stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah, that makes like sense. you are you are an idiot, and that is why you are in this situation right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. I've been. I know Kim and I have been kind of we're in a spot where we're trying to find a new new things to watch. Um, we actually just launched our separate podcast so now we're doing two podcasts a week one with me and you and whoever else is on Talco uh, but Kim and I also have We Need to Talco uh, which an aspect of the podcast will be Kim trying out things that she normally wouldn't try out uh, movie, TV, anime um, video games We're trying. that's one thing we're trying to get her to find some new video games because she has a list of like six that she actually enjoys same with anime. <laughs> um, which, sadly, annoyingly, I don't know why, fucking, it's been approved for pod, for Google Podcasts, and it still hasn't gone up live. I got an email saying, hey, it's live, and I looked, and I'm like, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> more annoyingly, I <laughs> I have to had to re-approve my Apple ID to get it posted on iTunes, um, mm-hmm. and... I haven't had to do that in so long that the password that I put in doesn't work. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll just reset the password. And it's like, all right, send it to this phone. It was for my work phone that I no longer have. And I'm like, I know I reset this, so it went to my personal phone. So I went through the process to be like, all right, change it to this, change it to that. And now it's like, okay, cool. We'll reach out to you in a month. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I can't get I can't get a new password or new login for my Apple account my ID account until October. Jesus. So anybody that's a fan of Apple, eat a dick. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even announce a new iPhone. You should be pissed. <laughs> uh, well, I've already made the switch. I'm so. and I'm proud of you. Um, yeah, I think the last thing that I've been watching, I may have mentioned it last time, uh, I finally got into watching, um, fuck, what is this thing called? Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins? The anime? Yeah. Oh boy, you're going to be disappointed. Oh, I'm really enjoying it so far. So, there's a problem with, there's several problems, some of these are spoilers, so I won't even Okay, spoil don't you. spoil things. There is... I don't know if you remember, there was sort of a fiasco with one of the seasons of the show. It was either season two or three and one of the big fights that happens in it. Uh-huh. But basically, the animation on that fight is absolutely awful. The animation for a couple episodes gets absolutely garbaged here. Yeah? Because the original production company, like, I don't know, I guess went on a break or some shit like that. So they shoved these episodes over to a second production company at, like, the last minute. And they just had to work with what they had, which was not a lot. Oh, fun. <laughs> so a lot of this stuff, I mean, it looks, some of the scenes, some of the stuff you watch, they look like they were drawn by an actual child. <laughs> like someone who, who, like a kid, like 10 years old, who's a fan of anime, who's like, here's my OC. 
Okay. Like, that's what some of this stuff looks like. <laughs> well, I it don't, is really, really I, bad. I don't think I've hit that yet. Unless it's... So, I looked into it. Season 2. So, Season 1 is... Uh, I get, like, obviously 26 episodes, something like that. Um, season 2 is only 4 episodes long, but I looked into it, and it's actually just basically filler. It has nothing to do with the, the manga. Um, yeah. And then season three and I think season four is out uh, are manga canon. So I actually yeah. just read a synopsis of the second season because it's literally four. It's just like a four episode OVA. Um, mm-hmm. So and I didn't watch that and I don't know if maybe that was the where they were like, all right, here's a bunch of bullshit. Right. Um, I don't know. I have you. Like all the sins, you know all of them now, right? Like I just I just met Escanor. Escanor is okay. um, the dude that during the sun and the sun he's strong and at nighttime he's a weak little bitch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I literally funny. just watched that episode. Like it finished before I got started the podcast. Um, and that's Escanor is a fucking beast, and I love him. Yeah, that's season or that's yeah season three episode fourteen, thirteen or fourteen, something like that. Um. So I don't know. Let me see. So then the last in the show would be Merlin. Well, I've already seen Merlin. Merlin, you meet in the first season. Yeah, but she's not really officially part of the party yet. Well, I... she doesn't show up in force until much later. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, really? Because I mean, yeah. so in the first season, you you meet everyone except for Escanor in season one, mm-hmm. um, and then. Season two starts in I already Merlin kind of has been with them the entire time. Yeah, maybe um, I'm misremembering things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't watched the show in a while. Have you watched? Did you watch season four? I did not watch season four. Okay. I I haven't either. And I, I hate calling it. I'm gonna call it season three because it really is season <laughs> three. Netflix is just stupid. They don't have it labeled separately or whatever. Well, I've been continuing. The God of High School, which is really good still. So, I haven't been back to watch that since, what, episode four, when the two friendy people end up having to beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, which I really enjoyed, but from everything I'm seeing from people talk online, they feel like the entire series is too rushed. Well, the pacing is a little breakneck. At the yeah. moment. A lot of stuff happens every single episode, so it can be a little hard to keep up with. The episodes that were good at segmenting that information in a way that's easy to understand. Yeah. Um, the pacing is, is kind of rushed throughout, so you don't get all the connecting info you would like between events, but I think that's because the idea is that the entire world is not revealed to the characters yet, so isn't revealed to the viewer yet. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, so that was the thing. They were talking about the fact that it basically feels like they just skipped over the world-building aspect of the show and are just kind of dropping things. Like, you don't even know the purpose of this whole fucking tor- tournament yet. Or that is, the f- why that the... F- is completely intentional. Yeah, I was going to say, or why <laughs> the fuck they... Um, why the fuck they haven't... Oh, what was it? Oh, why? Why the fuck they call it the God of High School when they're are definitely not? These aren't just high school kids. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just a naming convention chosen to make a series popular. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, the world is not 
the world building aspect is not there yet because you are viewing the world through the characters through our three main characters eyes is they don't know a lot about the world that they're in so you don't know a lot about it yeah they, as far as they understand they are joining a tournament full of extremely competent martial artists not a tournament that has the world has the fate of the world hanging in the balance and a bunch of supernatural fuckheads at it. Like, <laughs> they were not aware of that until a guy shows up and he has a spectral shark eating people from halfway across the ring. Like, okay. <laughs> nobody expected that to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's crazy off the wall. It re- it's a better version of an old anime and manga series I used to like called Tenjo Tenge, written by Oh Great, the same guy who did Air Gear. Yeah, um, I never watched that one. I so watched the shit out of Air Gear. Also, the problem is, is, is his shit flew off the rails real fast. Like, he would have this coherent world-building story at the beginning, and then completely wreck it at the end for some crazy over-the-top shit. Yeah, like reaching <laughs> heaven or whatever from use, yeah. going in a spiral with your your rollerblades. I don't fucking know. Air Gear, Air Gear was like, we really know what we're doing. This makes sense. What the fuck? And now it's over. <laughs> At one moment, it was like Air Gear was like built for super soldiers to like be able to operate in zero gravity, and it just the president showed up for some reason. It got real fucking nuts real fast. <sighs> <laughs> so fucking. Nintendo Tenge was the same way. It started out as like a really cool martial arts manga, and then went completely off the rails with some supernatural bullshit that nobody who read it understood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, I think anime-wise, I've been I've been going a little bit harder in anime lately. Um, I am actually I currently have both Crunchyroll and uh, Funimation subscriptions going, so I got plenty of I options. Funimation, but I feel like I need it back. I the only reason is because of the fact that I, as much as I love and prefer subtitles, like I've said in the past, I I I'm at the point that I need to multitask. I can't focus on just <laughs> subtitled show, shows um, yeah. but I, I've currently been watching uh, I just started Infinite Den- Dendragon Dendrogram Infinite Dendrogram yeah um, which it's a, it's not exactly a isekai but I mean it's pretty close uh, and I only say pretty close because of the fact that this dude who's just playing this virtual game is getting really emotionally invested <laughs> In, in a world, but it's because of the way that the world, the video game is is portrayed as, hey, these are NPCs, but if they die, they don't just respawn; they die, they're dead for good. So the events of the world are like permadeath for the NPCs, um, yeah, which is fucking crazy. Um, that would be like that would be so bad if if a game like came, like that came out in the real world and it was said, hey. NPCs don't come back after you kill them. There wouldn't be a single NPC left in the world. There would not. I don't. I could the, not trust real people. Troll players would already be on that shit, like white on rice, and what? kill every NPC as quickly as possible. I, I prefer brown rice, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Whatever. I was brown no, yeah, rice. yeah, man. Whenever I get, whenever I go, uh, what's that place? Uh, Kidoba. Fucking brown. I don't get the brown rice from those places. Brown, brown rice, black beans. I only eat the white rice. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> uh, reminder for anybody that ever listens to the audio-only version: Nate is black. <laughs> <Racist>. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so aside from that, I also started watching uh, The Great Pretender on Netflix. I still have not watched it. Which, I'm, I'm, I think I, I never, I finished the first story arc. There are three different, quote-unquote, cases, I think is how they separate them. Um, mm-hmm. I fucking love it. It makes me think of if somebody, somebody grew up loving um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and wanted to make an anime series out of it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I have to watch it because I've heard good things about it. I just haven't yeah, kept up. I highly recommend it. Um, it is dubbed on Netflix, but the first episode, the first ten minutes of it are subtitled, uh, and it's funny because once it hits the point where it switches over to just dubbed, they actually put a thing on the screen being like, from this point forward, it is all it is all in English, uh, <laughs> and I thought that was a really interesting thing that they did. Um, it is also really confusing if you don't know about that before you start it up. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just stubbed. I'm very confused. Um, <laughs> I highly recommend that. It's a it's a uh, a uh, swindler con man show kind of thing. Um, yeah. And then the last one I watched, I've only watched like three or four episodes, I think so far, is Decadence. Decadence. Yeah. yeah. Which is something I also need to watch, which is why I need Funimation back. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but it is definitely one of those shows where, because I read the bare minimum, I was very, uh, it was kind of caught off guard by something that happens pretty quickly. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, so, I, I've got, I'm just, I'm, the worst part is I'm adding more shit to my list. Like, I'm not Good. watching Black, Clo- Black Clover right now, because... Man, you give me your Funimation login so I can watch <laughs> <laughs> maybe um i was gonna say the thing is i uh i'm at that point that i've added so much to my list like like i was saying i'm not watching black clover right now for two reasons mm-hmm. one because i caught up manga wise where the show was so i wanted to switch over and i was starting to read the manga ahead of the she- the series got to that point and mm-hmm. i get to have a fun thing happen where they're doing a quote-unquote filler arc but the filler arc is written is being worked on by the original creator that acts as what happens in a time jump that happens in the manga so there's basic gotcha. there's basically a, a a a section of time where in the manga it's like we're going to have to train and then instead of watching them train it cuts to they've been training for however long um, so it pulls a naruto shippuden that <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know how how Shippuden worked. Uh, Shippuden was a time jump in the Naruto timeline. Okay, so yeah, the manga has a small. It's not a big time jump because that's a bigger time jump, right? Yes. Yeah. This is like maybe months at most. Um, I think it's either six months or a month. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, But I also I also fucking love Black Clover. Is probably no, you know what? Fuck it. Black Clover. It currently is my favorite. Um, shonen, right? That's what it's called. I know shonen, things. Yes. Yeah, Black Clover is easily my favorite shonen anime. <clears throat> my favorite right now is still Fire Force. That is my second favorite, which I also need to catch <laughs> up on. Um, I did catch up on Fire Force, and it continues to be awesome. Yeah, I I know the subtitled is a little bit further ahead on on uh than the sub or dub. So I have not watched a single episode dub because every time a new episode is out, I'm immediately on it. Yeah. Huh. That's like, I'm, I'm patiently watching Fruits Basket because I already know everything that's happening. So I'm like, yeah, I want to watch the, the dub version, especially mm-hmm. because these are all voices that I grew up with for the most part. Anyway, yeah. um, 
which by the way, if you haven't watched Fruits Basket, this isn't directed at you, this is more of an everybody kind of thing. <laughs> Watch fucking Fruits Basket. It is one of the, my favorite it, it, cause that one does that one count as a slice of life? It does count as a slice of life. Yeah. And I'll go as far to say it is the quintessential slice of life anime. Yeah, but it's still it, got some supernatural shit to it, or magic shit. It has shit supernatural it. stuff in it, which is typical for slice of life anime. I actually, yeah. if you look at anime like Ranma One Half, which could be considered the first most popular slice of life anime. That one's first. That one's got ever, but it's got like a, a a talking panda or mm-hmm. some shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. that and a boy turns into a girl every time he gets wet. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's the plot of Robin One Half. That was that was a show that I never was interested in visually, so well, no. I never knew anything it to is, do with the plot. It's great. Fruit Basket is <laughs> it's, great. It's great. There's probably another slice of life I could recommend, and that's Laid Back Camp, which is also really good. Not School Days. School Days is not a slice of life. How, how fucking dare you? Get out. You're gone. I'm the host now. Goodbye. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> well, your, your booby college girl won a slice of life, right? What? Big booby college girl. What about Big Booby College? Uh, that's a slice of life one, right? Yeah. Okay. It's along the lines, please don't bully me, Nagato- Nagatoro, which is another good manga. Not an anime yet. Oh, anime is yet. that the one with the girl that gets really mean, but whenever somebody else shows interest in, interest in the guy, she gets really defensive? Yes. Yeah, it I is, was reading that. Sundere taken to the nth fucking degree, and it is amazing. <laughs> I, I'm, I, was, I reached the point where, like, the art girl that's really good at drawing or, or really good at painting or whatever she gets really jealous of or what i think if that's the same yes. show it is a weird fucking read <laughs> that's that's all i'm gonna say it is sundere taking the nth degree uzaki chan is something else entirely that is a tiny gremlin following around an adult man it is promised neverland slice of life <laughs> not really <laughs> there's some slice in life Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> if not if you living, <laughs> Attack on Titan. There's a lot of slicing of life in that one too. Uh-huh. Slicing of life. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lives get sliced. <laughs> we're we're making a literal version of the. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh God, but no. I've, obviously, I've been watching a lot more anime. Um, haven't really been playing much. Uh, I There's stuff I want to play, but we need to get at least four or five other people to play. Um, as in me, plus five, at least five other people, and that is Among Us. I'll play Among Us. Right. Have you bought it yet? It's only, it's only like five bucks, five or six bucks. I'll, I'll buy it. I, it's all the rave right now. I kind of understand the appeal of the game, but... Like, playing with anybody random is just going to be vent, 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 vent. Yeah, so. and, that's why I'm not, and that's why I'm not a fan. I, I don't want to try and play with randoms. I want to play with people we know. Um, I think I have a good group of people I can convince. Uh, I actually have a couple of people on Twitter and Instagram that have said they would they would play, too. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Let's do it, then. Have you been playing anything else this week? Uh, I have. Um, my phone just went off because that's my fantasy football alerts. Oh, I gotta so read. F- yeah, so for the first time ever, um, I drafted fantasy football with some of my coworkers on the ESPN league, 
and Dave and some other people on an NFL fantasy league. Um, I'm not I part of this. Both of my first games, so <laughs> that's all there is to it. Uh, I have reshuffled my roster a bit, dropped some people, picked up some other people based on some predictions made about this weekend. Um, I've already scored 17 points on the NFL League against Dave's team, actually, with Odell Beckham Jr. He's a wide receiver for the Browns. For Odell Beckham now. Um, not Jr., Odell Beckham. He likes to get um, shit on, right? The Browns have always... You're just going to ignore that, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> no. The, the Browns have always historically sucked, but this, or last weekend in... Week one, they beat the Bengals 35-30. to And Odell Beckham was the target of six passes, caught four of them for 75 yard, 74 yards and a touchdown. So that added up to a lot of points in the fantasy league. Don't ask me how to explain how points work in fantasy football because I have no fucking clue. They're different for every position based on what that position does and what they do during the game. Yeah. Um, I am... Um, behind 12.6 points on my ESPN league, but that's only because I didn't have a player that played Thursday in this league, and my opponent did. Mm. Um, the thing is, once a player plays, they are locked. You cannot move them once they are locked. Yeah, so I knew on that. on your bench and they already played, you cannot then move them into your roster that's, because they scored more points. That's always the worst, too, when you have someone yes. benched and you forget to move them out and they do the best. Well, that's kind of a toss-up I have right now in one of my leagues. I have both Tom Brady and Dak Prescott as quarterbacks. They're both really good. And it's kind of a toss-up of which one I'm on a field each weekend because they both score this, about the same amount of points. Um, but anyway, I've been doing that. I've been playing a lot, and I mean a lot, of Destiny 2 lately. Yeah, because you um, can't play Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Well, I picked it back up on a whim because I was like, you know maybe some things have changed in this game and I want to try something else that will run on my GPU without crashing. So I picked it back up and I started playing it and they changed so much to make the experience so streamlined for new players. I started a brand new character, a warlock, which is the one class I never played. And I am having so much fun just playing this game and going through the rudimentary day-to-day -day stuff because there's a season pass, you get rewarded cool stuff in. There's a lot more ways to get loot now in the game. Yeah. So you're just constantly progressing and progressing. I've hit kind of a plateau now, now that I'm power level 1,000 at the moment. 1,000? I think the seasonal cutoff is 1040. But, like, I am earning something every time I play the game now. Like, oh, wow. There's no feeling of me grinding and grinding and grinding to get stuff like it was in the vanilla version. Well, that's cool, though. Um, and you and get... the grinding wasn't even really so much as a grind, it was just RNG. Like, you were just playing the same events over and over and over again, hoping that something would drop that you could use. And you didn't pay for any expansion, right? This is all from Game Pass, or...? This is actually from Steam. Oh, um, So, okay. I bought a version, basically, that let me transfer everything over that I already own. Yeah, that's... Uh, Steam, actually, I think they made it so if you had already bought it, you could get... Actually, I think they allowed you to transfer it for free. They do allow you to transfer for free. Once a transfer is done, you cannot do another transfer yeah. for 90 days. Yeah, because I did that. device you were transferring from, you lose access to your characters on that device. You only yeah. get access to them on the device you're transferring to. Because I know I, um, I added 
yeah, I took it. When, when they did it, I got rid of my Blizzard installer altogether. Because I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't play any Blizzard games. I'm never going to play... Uh, what was that one? Overwatch ever again. Whatever. Cool. Let's just move on. Um, so I just uninstalled everything. And then, of course, now I have... I might still have Destiny 2 installed, but nobody was playing. Like, I did it, and everybody was like, I'm not playing that anymore. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. Never going to touch this. So I'm not sure if it's still there or not. I'm playing it. I'm having a lot of fun playing it. I'm going to get back at a cross out as soon as the new season pass launches for that. They had an intermittent seasonal event where you earned a certain amount of tokens would be the best name for them. Mm -hmm. um, and those tokens you could then spend on special gear for a limited amount of time. I think the event only ran for a week, though. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember. Had I beaten at, uh, Avengers last time we talked? I think you had. Okay. Yes. So, the only other things that I have installed currently, I had to, again, reinstall Windows on my PC. A huh. Windows update actually messed up Destiny 2 for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember... It let me play the game. I remember seeing you post that it fucked up yeah. again. And I'm like, I... You so, I had to reinstall Windows again which, of course, wiped all the stuff I had installed out. So I have four games currently installed on this computer at the moment. I have Cross Out, Destiny 2, Grim Dawn, and Doki Doki Literature Club. Why do you have Doki Doki still installed? I have Doki Doki installed because we said we were going to play this, and we played some of it during our last Extra Life, which was fun. And my throat but hurt. All of our throats hurt, I think, after it. All of our throats hurt. I was screaming. <laughs> It was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> were... I want to play this game probably continuously on a stream once I get my stream schedule figured out. Okay. And just go through the entire game and see how badly I get wrecked by it. Huh. Um, <clears throat> but that's all. Oh, and I watched the first episode of The Boys today. Oh. I had oh. never watched The Boys before. A friend of mine came over. We had a... <laughs> Thank you for plan to go out and do stuff. Thank you for the follow, Merloli Cat. <laughs> oh, thank you. That is my friend. I like Hi. I like that name so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly who that is. I won't say her name out loud right now, but yeah, don't um, don't be doxic. <laughs> but anyway, we had we had a day plan. So as we were sitting down, getting ready and getting prepped to go where we were going, um we watched the first episode of the boys together and he had already seen it. So he's like, just pay attention to this real quick. So I was looking and holy shit. Holy shit. What, what that show in the first episode is gut punchingly dark. Are we talking about season one? Season one. Oh, I didn't know you hadn't watched season one yet. No, I've watched not an episode. Oh, of the boys, okay. Ever. Wow. <laughs> I'm talking just the darkest shit that I did not and it's not like it's the darkest thing I've ever seen or anything like that no it is unexpectedly dark is the thing like where you think one bad thing happens the show is like you ain't seen nothing yet <laughs> no it gets it goes bad oh yeah it, it I'm interested but also very afraid <laughs> So, uh, season two, the, season one, they dropped all at once. Um, season two, they're doing a weekly release. Um, well, I also watched, accidentally watched a little bit of season two because Amazon had forced us into that when I first started up the show for some reason. Yeah. So you, so you have a little bit of spoilers. Season two and realized that this world has super power jihadi suicide bombers. 
Oh yeah. Well, that's that's actually part of the part of a big plot point from season one, um, which I don't I know you, I don't know how you feel about spoilers, but uh, asshole Superman has a big part of that. Gotcha. Um, which, by the way, I, I'm this isn't a spoiler. Uh, there is a character in season two that. After watching season one, and you're like, fucking, how could they ever make a character worse than Homelander? Um, mm -hmm. You get to season two, and you're like, oh, that's how. And that's all I'm going to say. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm intrigued, and I will keep watching it for a while. It'll probably be a new binge show for me. Yeah. Well, and I guess the upside, you can take a little bit of time. Um, like I said, season two is they're doing the weekly release so it's one new episode every friday um they're on i think this friday was episode six uh see i i, I don't know there, there was a new character that got, got introduced and i was really excited to see possibly a not complete asshole character and that just fucking got thrown right out the window um I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about the show in general. Like I I enjoy it to a certain extent, but then it hits another point where I'm like, you. I feel like you're. This is just dark and whatever for you to be like. Look how we can make a good dark show. Uh, <laughs> um, I know a lot of people are having or had some issues with. Um, I don't know if you have you watched any of Lovecraft Country yet. I have not. Uh, I Lovecraft Country is on which service? Uh, that is HBO. Yeah. So you can watch it HBO watch. Max. <laughs> you don't. You don't got about anybody. You can like snuggle up and be like, "Yo, let me get them passwords." <laughs> I, I don't think I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Well, they. Uh, yeah, that one I think is five or six episodes in. I fucking love it. Um, I also can see why there are some people that are not enjoying some aspects of the show and then other people that are just whiny little bitches about the show yeah um yeah i i there 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 it hits a point where you, i thought it was just gonna be like a straight up store like plot driven every episode boom boom connected kind of thing uh i think episode three is the first episode where it's like hey we're doing an overarching story but at the same time it's kind of like an anthology. And I'm like, okay, you can work different kind of stories, little smaller stories, into the overall big story. And I really enjoy that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I know. It, always, it makes me think, like, I know this is a stupid thing to say, Supernatural at its best was when it was able to still do Monster of the Week while also containing that full overarching storyline. Yeah. Um, of course, in my opinion, Supernatural has never been bad. Uh, <laughs> it, it all depends on what you're looking for. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, well, now well, that... Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, now that we've fucking talked for 45 minutes about... Or 40 minutes about nothing video games of importance, um, let's get into some really annoying bullshit from this past week in games. And I mean actually this past week. Everything we're about yes. to talk about, this is actually the most recent shit. 
Holy uh, shit, we're current. Yeah, ish. Uh, so Nate, want to <laughs> bring up? We'll we'll start with the the non PlayStation Five news <laughs> because right, you so you care a little bit more, but I also know that you know so I. So everyone everyone knew and was anticipating the release of Nvidia's new flagship 3080 graphics cards this week. Which I didn't actually know was this week. I thought it was being, I was it was being released on pre-order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize it was actually. Hey, no, no, it's it's out, out. Nope, it was out for retail sale this week. Now everyone knows. Just to get all of the counter arguments to this out of the way, everyone knows that Nvidia was going to have limited stock. There was going to be a run on these cards. A lot of people already had pre-orders in. That people were waiting forever. That people were waiting up to the minute to purchase the cards. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew demand was high and supply was not there to meet demand. Because it never Everyone is. Knew that upfront. <laughs> However, what happened over the over the like ten minutes that it took the cards to sell out? Online. Was, we'll say online. Cause... Online. Yes. Was scalpers happened. Now, scalpers happen across all tech releases everywhere because it's an easy sort of product to buy really fast and flip because the sales are always online. There's certain tools you can use, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. that let you buy a lot of stuff at once. And there's certain tools that let you sell a lot of that product very easily all at once. One of those tools, we found, I found this out through Rich at Review Tech USA, is called Bounce Alerts. Bounce Alerts is basically an automated bot that people pay 75 bucks a month for, to, and it automatically hunts down big tech releases and starts buying as many as you want up to an upper limit for you, and then stops whenever it can't buy more or until you've reached that upper limit. <laughs> so, so, hold on. With this, could you feasibly actually just put in to have your one item ordered? You could, yes. But so, that's really uh, not what it's used for. Yeah, I know, but think about that. If people use it for what it should be used for, which is to buy a single item, that actually would be great. Yes. In this case, mostly scalpers are using the tool. Yeah. Because the tool that somebody purchased, this is a single person, they purchased 42 3080 graphics cards. Which I feel and these like... are the reference cards. These are the cards directly from NVIDIA. These aren't the MSI or Gigabit cards. Yeah. These are the reference cards that NVIDIA released. The one that everybody wanted, the Founders Edition, because these are always limited stock, and people want them right away. Especially, God. like, tech reviewers, like, uh... Look, tech Guru, or something like that. I forget his actual YouTube channel. But, uh, he, he did a teardown on the 3080 he bought. Um... Either way, the, the issue is with the scalping. Mm. And so, the scalping causes... It increases demand artificially on the cards. Um, and then these people sit on these cards and try to flip them. So right now, the retail price for 3080, I believe, was $700. Yes. That is a lot That's for a graphics 30... card, but for the performance that a 3080 is putting out, 3080 honestly, was the... not a ton of money. 3080 was a two-slot one, right? It is a two-slot yeah. card. Okay, yeah. I just was um, trying to make sure it was that one and not the other one. Yeah, no, the 3090 is going to be their next flagship, which isn't out yet. Oh, uh, okay. Um, right. And the 3070 is going to be the undercut card, which is also not out yet. Oh, really? Yes. Um, but they are both they are both priced right now, I should say. So for about the price, you can get a Titan RTX, which is their older, super heavy, like, I-do-everything-on-a-computer-rendering-wise graphics card. 
they have a 3090, which is about the same price, but that's gaming focused. Mm -hmm. um, the 3070 is going to be their weaker card offering, but still a decent card in its own right. Um, where NVIDIA has an edge over AMD is in ray tracing technology. And for what it's worth, ray tracing is pretty cool. really fucking nice. <laughs> I'm good. I don't um, need it. But in general, it is a pretty cool thing. Yes. When games are optimized for it, it looks nice. When games aren't optimized for it, it looks like crap. But <laughs> either way, um, so the scalpers bought these cars, they inflated the demand, and then they put them up on eBay. And I found this listing. I went and found the listing itself. Someone is selling these cards for $2,000 a piece. Fucking hell. Now, for reference, you can currently get, let me just look this up again. The 3090 graphics card. Let's see what NVIDIA prices their reference card at. Yep, fourteen ninety nine. So fifteen hundred dollars. I I like both ducks and ballers. I don't know which one was cooler. <laughs> fifteen hundred monies. Um, you can buy the thirty ninety, right? Yeah. That is their flagship card. You can get a Titan RTX for about the same amount. So they are asking five hundred more dollars to get a thirty eight. Sounds about right. And this is all because, again, they're trying to profit off it. They're trying to profit off two, three times as much as what they spent. And that is absolutely nuts. The issue for a lot of people, when they hear arguments like this, they're going to say, well, it's just the way the market works, bro. you got you got to deal with the market. That's just, just how it is, man. First come, first serve. You know, they didn't make enough cards and so on and so forth. That's not the issue. Everyone who is an adult with a functioning brain <laughs> understands that. Yeah. Yeah. The issue is the ethics of it. You know that people are waiting. People are waiting, starry-eyed and hopeful, to I, build a new computer. Sorry to interrupt, but I was going to say, uh, Damien, Damien that day called me and t I didn't, or texted me and was like, I picked the wrong day to come to Micro Center. Uh, there boatloads there of people, boatloads of people to go in to get physical, actually buy them physically. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I can imagine how annoyed it would be to be in a way, I mean, fuck further something we're going to talk about later people waiting in a digital line for playstations and then after waiting almost an hour being told no they're already sold out yep. it's just it, it's absolutely nuts because like it, the issue is is that it's unethical point blank scalping is unethical they yeah. did this with the nintendo switch they're doing it with the ps5 they, they do it with, with every console ever. graphics card they've done it with every major console release they've done it with every special edition of a game over and over and over again. These scumbags who literally make a living doing this. Yeah. You know, they're driving up the prices on tech hardware and they're making it harder for people to get a hold of things that we're trying to be able to share with the rest of the world. Like, I would love it if a kid building his first PC, like, I don't even want one for myself. I want that, you know, 16-year-old kid who just learned about PC building who is trying to build a top-of-the-line rig, and even if all he fucking plays on is Fortnite, who cares? He's looking to build something special for himself for the first time, and these scalping assholes basically just ruin that for him because now he can't get the one card he was waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is... That's the kind of stuff... Those are the kinds of people that are ultimately getting shit on. I mean, I just... I understand the drive behind it, but it's just... It's pure greed. No one needs to sell graphics cards for $2,000 a pop to put food on their table. No. Let's be perfectly honest. You're doing this because you're greedy. Because you want more money. That's all there is to it. 
And so what they're doing now is NVIDIA is going back and reviewing the orders on their cards. Individual orders they are starting to review now. Yeah, I had heard And this. if scalpers bought their cards, they may be pursuing action against those people. We don't know if it'll be full legal action. We don't know exactly what they're going to do. I, me personally, I'm hoping that they just fucking hardware brick their cards. Huh. Like the cards will just be useless. No, don't make the hard the cards useless. Make it so they can't get the cards so other people can. Exactly. Like congratulations, you bought a seven hundred dollar paperweight. Like that would be that would be the ultimate justice in my mind. But I'm also rather extreme. Um. Either way, I mean, stuff is coming out in the future. The thirty ninety. Oh wait, no, the thirty ninety was actually already out on September twenty fourth. No, will be out on September 24th. I'm like, wait, that's not that day yet. <laughs> the 3090 will be out on September 24th, and their new NVLink bridge, which is their, their little proprietary piece that lets you SLI these cards on a single motherboard, um, I definitely will be know out on the same said. day for $80. Um, I don't know it, what fucking application you could probably be running that would need two triple slot 3090 cards to be linked together, but you do you. <laughs> <laughs> You probably cook a pizza inside of your case at that point. Oh, pizza. Uh, but, no. I will say, you know, it's, it's no fault of NVIDIA on this point. On the other hand, no. the PS5 fiasco, which Chris will talk more oh, about, is all right. almost entirely Sony's fault. Well, let's start off by just in general talking about this last week, um, after Xbox has made all their announcements, we know the Xbox Series X is $500, or sorry, $499, um, and the Series S is... Two ninety nine, um, PlayStation finally announced, "Hey, during this press conference, four ninety nine for the main PlayStation Five in the digital only will be three ninety nine." Which I've seen a lot of people being like, "That's right, Sony fucking showed Xbox by making their digital a hundred dollars more, but it does all the stuff as the digital one." And I'm like, "Who who fucking cares?" Um, sorry, I'm I'm kind of just I'm hitting that point where I'm I'm done a hundred percent with. Uh, console whatever the fuck they're called. What's that thing? Mm-hmm. Fanboys? Yes. But like diehard fanboys that can't accept if their own thing that they fanboy over does something wrong. Um, they really can't. Like me, I am a Nintendo fanboy. I admit to being a Nintendo fanboy. I also easily also can easily really yeah, I can easily hook up your cell phone to your Switch to be <laughs> Nintendo doesn't doesn't do a lot of things right. Let's put it that way. Um, but Sony normally, I will say in the past, has been pretty consistent, especially through the PlayStation 4. Things have been consistent and, and good and done well. Um, hell, they finally got it. PlayStation finally got it so you could change your goddamn username uh, because they implemented some weird... PlayStation, you know what? We're gonna go back to when PlayStation wasn't doing well, which was PlayStation Three, when they introduced a bad way of uh, having games run that made it hard for everybody to program for them or develop for them. It was very, very. It was dark times. It was the, the PlayStation Three was dark times. They got back PlayStation Three. They still got back to a certain point, uh, but a lot of stuff they couldn't come back from. Um, but during this conference, and I will say in the past, they have talked about... Oh, yeah, that's right. Earlier this year, they came out... Sony came out and said, we will let you know when you can pre-order. They had the whole event. <laughs> they had a 40-minute event happen. 
Um, I watched the entire thing. I didn't do live reactions, I don't think. I may have done. I don't remember. <clears throat> Who knows? Um, I think I didn't. No, 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 I didn't. I think I watched somebody else. Oh, it was because it was a hot day. No, it was actually a cold day, but it was hot in the house. So I sat in the basement with the lights off with no clothes on and just watched somebody else stream it. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, we get, we get real here, all right? <laughs> uh, but no, I uh, I really enjoyed it. 40 minutes, great, great showcase. Um, other things that I'm going to talk about came up during it, but uh, in, in obviously also found out afterwards. But again, we did not get a pre pre-order date. What happened was about five minutes after the video ended, Jeff Keighley tweeted out about the fact that PlayStation didn't announce pre-order date um, and then said, hold on, pre-order date in, and then had like a countdown joke tweet. Uh, and yeah. then it dropped. Either, I can't remember who actually announced the actual release date. I think it might have actually been Jeff Keighley. Um, mm -hmm. And they basically said the pre-orders will happen tomorrow, starting at midnight. Which midnight and which time zone? Who fucking knows? But what actually happened was they went live right after that was announced. <laughs> yep. And that turned into most websites not even having it listed yet. Other websites having it listed but already sold out. Other websites being told that you could buy it, you get to your cart, have it, you get ready to pay, and it then says it's unavailable. Um, what I expected, I don't know why other people don't ex did or didn't expect this. I 100% expected the digital to be the one, the seller, the one that went out faster than everything, and it did. Every single site that I looked at, it was gone before anybody else, before the regular console. Um, I think it sold out in record time at that, too. It was like 10 minutes yeah. it sold out. Yeah. Uh, 10 minutes after they didn't actually announce anything of it releasing. Yeah. Um, so Nintendo really... Or Nintendo. Um, Sony really fucked up with this pre-order situation. Especially after... I always do exits. Especially. Especially after they ahead of time said, we will not do this. This is not how we're going to do this. We will give you a good time, a good date... This is when no. this is going to launch, and they then months exactly later, how they said they weren't going to do it. Yeah, um, I'll tell you one of the reasons why they did it this way. It's sort of the same driving force behind Nvidia. I started recently using the Robinhood app for stock investment. Yeah, uh, cards came out just as a joke. I invested in partial stock from Nvidia because I can't afford an entire share. They're like four hundred dollars. So you got like fifteen bucks from <laughs> Nvidia. So I invested, I think maybe five dollars in Nvidia. I watched their stock price go up during the sales. I sold immediately after their sales went off. I bought in for, like I said, about five bucks. I didn't make a lot of money because, again, it was only partial stocks. Yeah. But I made almost an entire dollar back. That's awesome. All my shares. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I Sony did this for the same reason that a lot of companies do shit like this. It inflates demand and thus drives their stock price through the fucking roof, at least for a couple minutes. And that's all they care about, is their bottom line and if they can pay their shareholders large dividends. Larger dividends than they paid in the previous month. Yeah. Um, now, I will say, it, it is... There were a lot of issues with other people's sites. Obviously, nobody was going to be ready for that kind of traffic. Um, what threw people off even more, there were... There was an email sent out to a lot of, I guess, hardcore Sony fan people or Sony users or PlayStation users in general 
um, that basically was like, hey, here's this email, sign up, and it'll save your place to order a PlayStation 5 when it comes goes live. Uh, and I had seen a lot of people having an issue. One, they never heard anything until, was it two days ago, maybe? What day is today? Today is Saturday. It, it was either, I think it might have been either Friday or Saturday, or uh, Thursday or Friday when the email finally came back and been like, all right, hey, you can wait in line and possibly get your PlayStation. And I think a big issue was they were still saying possibly when the whole point was like, here's this email to guarantee your your PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, they just, they crapped on the loyalty of their most faithful buyers, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, these people are supposed to be hardcore on board with Sony, like insiders, more or less. And... They were sent out this email promising them one thing, something completely different happened, and Sony just shrugged his shoulders and told them to go screw themselves, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it like it's obviously very disappointing if you're a Sony person. Hell, I think it's disappointing, and I'm not even a Sony a Sony guy. It's, um, it's disappointing for me because it underlies that problem we just talked about earlier with the 3080 GPUs. If you think bounce alerts was only on these GPUs, you were entirely wrong. It was on no. PS5s, too. Um, and scalpers have purchased PS5s and try to pawn them off on eBay again. Yep. And I told people, well, good luck with your $1,000 promised, quote unquote, promised <laughs> pre-order for a PS5. Because that's exactly what you're going to get. It's fucking promise and have your money stolen. Now, I will say, um, uh, I will say one thing that Xbox came back with. Um, I Later that day, after this whole fun debacle, they actually tweeted out, their own release schedule for pre-orders. We already knew from the event last week uh, that it would be the 22nd. September 22nd was when the pre-orders would go live. They actually have broken it down even further of giving a specific time that they will... Excuse me, that pre-orders will go live in every country. Um, yeah. I believe we are 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, which, I'm like... Which just let me wait. To be perfectly honest, I won't be pre-ordering a new Xbox. So, I I would love to. There I I want to. I don't want I'm not Series X. I do not plan on getting the Series X. Even if I could afford both of them, I would not get the series the the high-end model of either console. Mm -hmm. Uh if I could, I would have put the money in and gotten the digital version of both. One yeah. because Xbox I most of the games at all the games that Xbox is going to release will be playable on PC. Uh, second of all, the Xbox Series X is perfect is a perfect living room console for me to keep Kim's games installed on, to keep all the Jackbox Party Pack games because they're they're fun party game people things. So whenever somebody comes over, we just be like, "Ah, hey, fuck it, let's play this," because it, it'll be already there. Uh, and the other thing is. The X Cloud Project X Cloud will stream games to the console, yeah. so me having an Xbox Series S streaming games that I already will have access to because I have Game Pass. I'm like, this is it's a three hundred dollar streaming service or streaming box basically. Um, mm -hmm. So it'd be perfect for the three games Kim plays and all in all those party games and shit. So. Well, I would like to have a Series X for the channel, mostly, just so I could do yeah. unboxing and show it off. Um, but a lot of people have already done that because I've got model versions of the consoles already. Yeah. Um. Um, 
I wanted to go over the features and stuff that will be available on day one, but again, a lot of people have already covered that. The only reason that I would really want one on launch day is so we had our own content on it. Yeah. I am not, it's not that I'm not particularly excited for the console. The issue for me is I have run into so many headaches trying to pre-order stuff ahead of time in the past, trying to make sure that I have stuff locked in. I have driven myself into fits of rage over not being able to get the things I want. But I just can't be bothered anymore. Yeah. My last big disappointment in pre-orders was the Cyberpunk Special Edition, which I can no longer get. Yeah. And I just have to learn to accept that it's just something I'm not going to have unless I find, like, one of those backstock ones that just magically appears on a Best Buy shelf somewhere, like I did with Bioshock. <laughs> which fucking happens so much. <laughs> well, um, so, and that's one of those things where, like, I, I pre I've pre-ordered so many things. Uh... But mostly it's been in person at GameStop. When it comes to console releases, I've never digitally pre-ordered anything. Mostly because I don't rely, I don't trust them. Even when you get, because you can pay extra to have things well, I don't trust on them release. Either because then the retailers will over-inflate their stocks. And yeah. they start cutting back pre-orders from the back end. Well, especially when you have, because I know I've seen some things where they, um, you'll have people set up pre-orders for something that isn't even available to pre-order yet. Like, you don't know when this thing is actually going to happen, but you just drop it saying, yeah, 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 we're going to have pre-orders for it. Don't worry. Um, and I know Game GameStop, I don't think, has had that mu that big of an issue with that kind of thing. Uh, from my experience, I've never had that issue come up. I don't know if you've had any issues with that. Um, not... Not recently now yeah. there was issues in the past with certain pre-orders where they again kind of estimated how many they would have in stock and let people pre-order way before anything was announced yeah and then started cutting back those pre-orders later on which rightfully made a lot of people angry because they thought they were getting something yeah makes sense um but yeah like it's it's crazy and it's disappointing with how this has been handled uh i hope and pray that with Xbox being a little bit more open about release times, people can at least be ready more. Uh, obviously, at the same time, with those people that are using those the bots to pre-order, they now know exactly what time they have to ha be ready as well. Um, well I mean, the bots are already pre-programmed. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're already set up and ready to go. They're just waiting for the launch window to open. Yeah. And they're, they're down to the millisecond timing. The other issue with the bots is the bots send so much traffic to the sites, the sites essentially get DDoSed, mm -hmm. so people can't access Fucking them until game, the bots are done by. GameStop's website, uh, GameStop's website went, crashed completely during the, for the pre-orders. Uh, I think Walmart was crashing as well. Um, it, yeah, it was crazy how much stress was put on these websites after this shit. Oh yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's nuts. And the thing is, is a bot can just keep buying i mean it just runs a routine where it's like add to cart buy add to cart buy add to cart buy yeah. it doesn't have to think about what it's doing <laughs> and so it, it sends all that traffic all at once and there's several bots running at the same time trying to buy the same product in drove i mean like i said i've got an actual figure 42 3080s were sold to a single person yeah that's like, that is fucking crazy <laughs> um so the other thing so this, I, I see you put on here, PS5 unclear on backwards compatibility. They, obviously Xbox is a little bit more open about it, but that's also because Xbox has had a backwards compatibility 
uh, system for years at this point. Um, yeah. PlayStation has been open to the point of saying that there will you will be able to play a good bit of your PlayStation 4 games on PlayStation 5, but they never really... They haven't really gone into what that they list is. Specified. Yeah. They haven't um, broken it down to will it be some titles? Will it be all titles? If I have a disc for a PS4 game, can I put it in my PS5 yeah. disc version and make it work? Which again, I don't know how they didn't go into that. This is one of the three big things that weren't mentioned during this. We we didn't know about the the release or the pre-ordered timing, and the backwards compatibility was not touched on at all during this, which is supposed to be like the big last hurrah kind of thing for the console before it gets released. So the fact that we don't have that information when we have so much other information about that game uh, or the console. Um, The last big disappointment news, I guess you can call it. So we knew ahead of time. Xbox came out ahead of time and said, hey, none of our games that are coming to Xbox Series X are going to be exclusive to Series X within the launch year. They've been very open about that. Obviously, they they kind of broke that promise with, um, I believe it was one of the, it might have been Forza, one of the, I think it was Forza. They, they announced that I think next year it will only be on PlayStation, or uh, Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, I can't remember exactly. Um, but PlayStation, has not really mentioned anything. Hasn't talked about any of their games coming to different consoles or anything like that. Uh, nope. Not only that, during the entire uh, presentation, they actually never called any game a launch title. They would say launch exclusive, like a game was only it was exclusively coming out for PlayStation temporarily, maybe. Who knows? We, we never know, because guess what? Boom, big surprise. They announced... Uh, Final Fantasy 16, um, mm-hmm. which actually, let me go to everyone's favorite friends over at Kotaku. I will say, sorry, I, I forgot to bring this up because obviously they tweeted out about this. Um, PlayStation earlier today did tweet out, let's be honest, PS5 2 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order Retailers will share more details, and more PS5s will be available through the end of the year. So, like you mentioned, it does sound like it was a, here's a small amount of pre-orders for that first taste to, like, dip the toe for people, and now all the piranhas are running towards the console with not enough thing to eat, not enough toes to eat. <laughs> um, so it is, it, obviously, they recognize, but it does, when I, when I saw that earlier today, it really read more like, Oh, you're just admitting the fact that you had the the stock. You just didn't want to be. You want want to uh, have a continuous stock. You wanted to make it seem like it was more of a rare thing to come across, kind of thing. Um, I like that in here. It does have another thing with Xbox's tweet where it's like pre-order twenty second. When these times? <laughs> <laughs> Talking worldwide launch on the tenth. That I will say. PlayStation isn't a worldwide launch. PlayStation is actually, it's releasing in some places on one day and other places on another day, I think. Um, I believe, maybe. Or maybe that was a game. I can't remember right now. Fucking too many tweets. Can't scroll through them fast enough. Um, Yeah, man, PlayStation, Xbox. I love love Xbox. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I'm trying to find the list of all the things that was announced during... 
I well, hate new the, Kotaku. The here is PS5 has some major catching up to do. Um, they were already behind the curve to begin with, and now they're even further behind it. The the pre-order fiasco is one thing. The announcement of no launch exclusive, which is the one thing Sony fanboys were holding out for against Xbox. They're like, oh, well, we're going to have launch exclusives, and you're not. Well, and so, okay, and that's that's where I was going uh, with it. <laughs> I'm just trying to find... God damn it, I hate... Have you been on Kotaku recently, more recently? I have not. Uh, they have changed the layout, um, and it really annoys the shit out of me sometimes. Oh, God, this is awful. They made it, it's like you scroll and it used to be everything in, in order. Everything like, was in order. Yeah, and now. Logically, now. When it was written and posted, <laughs> now it is a grid of fuckery. And there's a section of that grid where it's like, okay, here's the recent announcements. It's like, no! Do that the entire way down and have other subcategories along the side if you want. Why is there an entire category dedicated to Tony Hawk? Because, man, Tony Hawk. <laughs> Alright, here we go. God damn it. So everything that was announced, uh, yeah, they announced. What do you stop reading things? Um, okay. Final Fantasy 16 announced it was in development. PlayStation 5 exclusive. Um, obviously, it's one of those. Is it really an exclusive? Is it coming to PC and PlayStation? Is it PlayStation for a little bit and then eventually going to other things? We don't know yet. Um, here's the uh, here's one of the more annoying things. Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is the only game. That I would in any way want this fucking console for. Um, I would give them the $400 just to play it digitally. Um, it is a launch title. When it, it During the, the event, it was not announced as a quote-unquote launch title. It said holiday 2020. It officially is coming out day and date with the console. Um, but <laughs> it's also going to be on PlayStation 4. <laughs> You, you can get a special edition of the game that allows you to have the entirety of the original Spider-Man game as well as the Miles Morales spin-off or a side story kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And I think one of the versions you can buy and it allows you to get the PS5 upgrade included or whatever. This Their, their wording on that is not as clear. Again, I this isn't me being an Xbox fanboy. It is me recognizing that Xbox is successfully putting their information out there more more successfully than PlayStation. Because um, obviously they have that the smart delivery service where it's like this game, once you say this game has smart delivery, you in your head are like, all right, if I have this on one console, I will have it for the other console. Um, I think the other game that was announced as a launch title, where the fuck is it? I'm not even seeing it anymore. Um, it might have been Dark Dark Souls or Demon Souls. Yeah. Wait. Maybe. Fucking hell. This is so convoluted. Um, yeah, will indeed be a PlayStation 5. Well, no, because it literally was... The event happened, then it updated, and it's like, good news, it's, is, it is being sold. Uh, it is being sold as a PlayStation launch game. Again, no, no word of that during the event. So you're like, is it? Who knows? Whatever. Um... This is one that even got even more fucked up because during the trailer it was like it's also coming to PC, and then they came out and said no, it's not coming to PC. But then there were other people there saying it might actually come to PC. Um, so who who knows? That's up in the air. That is one of the games though that was highlighted for another reason that I'll get to after I point out some other fun news. 
So not a launch title is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon, what is, I can't remember what the follow-up name is. All I know is that that has already been confirmed to also be coming to PlayStation 4. A game, a game that's not coming out until next year, or later in the later in 2021, is not a PlayStation 5 exclusive. They didn't want to say that. They haven't said it outside of other people mentioning it. I think um, Gorilla, is it Gorilla, that makes that? Maybe. Gorilla Horizon. I would love if I, yeah, Gorilla Games. I would love if I just Googled Gorilla Horizon and there's a whole other thing called Gorilla Horizon. I'd be like, I want to know about Gorilla, Gorilla Horizon. <laughs> um, yeah, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, yeah. I was going to say Frozen something, but that's the expansion for the game. Frozen Wilds, yeah. Um, yes. Which, by the way, first game is available on on uh, PC as well. If you don't plan on getting an X or a PlayStation, I highly recommend buying that game. It is actually a really fun game. Um, it's amazing. I played it all on PS4. It is still one of the best open world games to date. Yeah, it's one of those games that it ah whoops opened up a thing. Um, it was one of those games that I would have loved even more if I had not played. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll say it has a lot of the samey conventions of a lot of open world games, but the combat in it is top notch, and even the samey elements are all tied to the world building. They all yeah. feel like they belong there. So, uh, and it has one of those the one of the most interesting um, ways of, I guess, processing what you're seeing. Basically, yeah. it only processes what is in your visual in your actual view everything behind you is just not there well that's what keeps the graphical fidelity so high in the game um so yeah that, that was we talked about that a couple of weeks ago i think when we were talking about the xbox game that was like hey it does this or it, while that uh, that game did this this game literally generates two worlds and keeps them synchronized at the same time i also just realized we can only go for a little bit longer shit um yes. the last not disappointing, expected. Expected PlayStation news, and really gaming news in general, is pricing of games. They have already confirmed a handful of their titles, um, and this isn't all just first party. Most, I think most are first party, but they will actually be launching at $70 instead of $60. Yeah. So uh, all I can say in that case is the market will decide, because the $60 price point was still getting tight for a lot of people. Yeah. It, it, but at the same time, this was one of those ones where I'm like, I mean, I'm not super surprised by this in any way. Well, I also think we need to get rid of the AAA pricing scheme in general. The idea that a game has to be launched at a price. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's there have been games that I think I have considered better, if not, or as good, if not better, than some AAA games that have been released at the forty the forty dollar price point. Well, that's what I'm saying, is, is there's no need to stick to a static price point anymore. The publishers and the console people need to let go and just let them... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> let... Well, the publishers really need to decide, what are we going to price the game at? What do we think this game is actually worth? And then the market can decide what that game is worth. Mm -hmm. If they want to price it at $70 and people don't buy it at $70, then they'll learn to reduce their prices. Um, 
the idea that, oh, well, publishers and developers need X amount of money or else they won't be able to develop more games. That sounds ludicrous to me. If more people just buy your game at a lower price point, how is that worse than less people buying it at a higher price point? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I... Not you? I put a lot Stop. of this. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, like, so, <laughs> as dumb as it is, if you think about the pricing on 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 games look at minecraft minecraft is a single purchase twenty dollar game maybe i think right mm-hmm. i haven't had to buy minecraft at all um, <laughs> I, in my in my head my, my I, i'm like those people that are like the rich people that are like you go buy a loaf of bread and you need like eighty dollars what what do you, how much is it <laughs> um but no i i have put so much time and have gotten so much enjoyment out of a $20 game in hour, the hours of gameplay. I'm afraid to know how many hours I've played of Minecraft. Um, while there are $60 games that I maybe play for 50, maybe 50 hours at most and be like, eh, I don't know why I put this time in. I want my money. There are a lot of games I bought at sixty dollars that I have not put a lot of my time into. Yeah, and I know and saying fifty hours of time is weird, but like, there are a lot of for bigger games, more more open ended games. That is a realistic amount of time you can put into something and still not enjoy it. Yeah, um, I, I think it's a shame that that they want to do these price points there because it it becomes prohibitively expensive for some people. Yeah, I mean, everyone talks about the used market, but the used market itself can be prohibitively expensive, especially when these games start reaching collector status. That that's a whole other thing. Um, I want to talk. The last thing I'm going to bring up, and we I don't we can bring it up on another topic because we obviously don't have much time. Uh, the idea of physical media possibly reaching its end. Not full end, but closer. When, like I said, the first console that was going out of the PlayStation, the first one selling out, was an all-digital version. While, yes, it is $100 cheaper, that's still a lot of people being like, that price difference is worth it for me to never have to get to never buy another disc to do whatever. Yes, the price difference justifies it. And to close this out here, I just one thing i'll say i wouldn't i have been a stickler for physical releases forever and everybody who's listening to our podcast knows why i would not mind the death of physical media if we could maintain true ownership of digital media which we currently cannot do the way the laws are set up yeah it is set up in a way where the only thing you own is the right to consume that media up until the company that owns the media Besides, you no longer have the right to consume it anymore. Well, and I think one of the things in that is where fuck, goddamn it! I wish we had more time to get into this. That's kind of where my physical media, not hatred, but like you technically, if you look at the terms of you playing a physical media game, you also don't own that game. Um, the difference is the lifespan of that game doesn't have to do with how long a company decides to allow you to play it or if a service is available, like all the things I own on Steam, all the things I own on Google Play, if either of those services shut down, boom, I lose access to hundreds of dollars worth of content. In in the case of Steam, probably thousands. Um, thousands. But 
I shouldn't say that out loud. Um, but <laughs> when it comes to physical media, you have a limited amount of time to play based off of how long it takes for something to degrade. You have you are exa example. You have your PlayStation. The moment that PlayStation stops working, or the moment those discs stop working, you can't ever play those games again. That's um, true. Yeah. So it Unless you start archiving. Yeah, and that is that is a big thing where I, I wish the world would go to, and that's kind of where I'm going to leave it off of. We can move to a digital a world of just digital gaming if we accepted or they accepted the fact that you buy a game that needs to exist forever. You have to let everybody have access to that forever. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, we are out of time. So thank you for watching another or listening. Thank you for enjoying. I think it's enjoying is what I call it. Uh, another episode of Space Time Taco. Like always, follow us on all the social media. Catch us maybe tomorrow night? I don't know. I know Tuesdays and Thursdays catch me streaming. Uh, we're probably going to do some more Grim Dawn Tuesday night. Thursday, if we can get it, we're going to get some Among, Among Us going. Um, but we'll see. Go inside and play video games. Stay inside and play video games. Go fucking register to vote. Go vote. All that fun shit. And wear your goddamn mask. Wear your goddamn mask. I already said go inside and play video games. I need Dave's peace. Peace. From the grave. <laughs>